ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, smarks and marks all over the world. Grab a seat or take it easy on your feet as we set up our gear. Lend us your ear because your boys, King Mac Millie and Jay Classic, are about to put on some podcast action. So get psyched and turn to the smart side. The Smart Psychology Podcast starts now. Yo. Oh, yo. Yo. Oh, yo. Are you feeling free today? Are you feeling free today? I'm feeling free. I'm feeling blessed. I'm feeling 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 all type of things. I'm feeling all type of things. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Smart Psychology Podcast Season 3, Episode 108, the first of our doubleheader today. Man of honor, man of God. We got Caprice Coleman in the house. The interview is fit to be fire, but you hear the voice. You already know what it is. So let me yeah. go ahead and and, and and explain to y'all or announce to y'all or, or, or introduce to y'all. There we go. There we go. There we go. That's there we go. The man, 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 the but uh, before I get into that, oh my God, I almost jumped the gun. You know, shout out to all y'all on the audio side, on the audio side, on the audio side, on the audio side, iHeartRadio, yeah. Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, uh-huh. Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I didn't hit them all, you figured deal me. Uh, okay. Whenever right. y'all may be in the world, uh, whether y'all be right here on the West Coast with your boys, whether y'all be on the East Coast, whether y'all be down South, maybe y'all somewhere up North. You know what I'm saying? Maybe somewhere in the Midwest, or you might just be in a whole nother country because we know y'all listening to us everywhere, 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 and we appreciate y'all. Red cups up to you. You know what I'm saying? But uh, right now, in the place to be, y'all, we are live on Facebook. Live on Twitch, and we need everybody to come on over and like and subscribe because we are live on YouTube. What you say? It is. It is the value Uh that allows you the opportunity to roll with me. You see the money, you see the crowns. Yes, indeed, it is your guy, it is your man, the man right here, the founder, the CEO of this here show, King Mac Millie. But I ain't here by myself, I'm here with my brother from another mother, that guy on the other side yeah. of the smart yeah. side, and he yeah. goes by. Yeah, he goes by, yeah, man, your boy, Mr. Smarky Smark himself, man. Mr. CSO of this whole Smart Psychology Podcast. That's right. The J to the K to the L-A-F-S-I-C-K. J Classic, man. Your boy's so sick with it, man. I, I, I'm excited about this. I'm excited. Red Cups up going up. Make sure you bring your church points with you. Oh, man, 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 man. I got my finger ready. I got my finger ready. I got my church finger ready. <laughs> every side door, every back door, look out because Mac Millie is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's about that time to show ourselves to the people. So if, uh, without further ado, yeah, uh, let's go ahead and reveal, reveal, there we are. Hey, hey, hey. brother. Hey, 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 hey. Feeling good. Feeling good. I'm ready to go have like some pillow fights and like bust the pillow wide open so the cotton fly everywhere. Cotton got to be free too. <laughs> 
<laughs> no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I get a pop? No pop. <laughs> Boom. You, know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? No, no. Look, look, look. Some, some fans gonna learn. This is even worse than a boo for fans. Oh, come this on. Even, even come worse. I'll get it. I'll get it. All right. Well, no, 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 no. Since you won't give me the, the, the pop, I'll give myself this. No! Damn it! <laughs> no! Cotton! <laughs> Oh, but, but without oh, further ado, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you because we got ourselves a guest here. We hey, got ourselves know, a guest of a guest here. You know what I'm saying? A guest so, guest. Like a guest guest, man. Like, like we, some would say, man, he's the commentator of commentators, man. Some oh, would man. say, man, he's a wrestler of wrestlers, man. Like, man, he's the color of color, the notorious of notorious, the ices of the ice ice. You know what man, I'm saying? Like, some would oh. say, man. That, this man is, you know, he, he even trained pretty extreme. You feel me? A little bit extreme. Oh, 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 just oh, little, just, just, oh, you know, just a little bit, just a little bit with it. You feel me? You know, just a little bit. Oh, wait, I, I think the heavens oh. opened up. Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> so, so, what's this man's name? What's his name? Caprice Coleman, be like a Coney, changing his He is in the building. Yes, he is uh, in the smart side. Red cups up to you, Caprice Coleman. Oh, he's got all the cotton. He's got all the cotton. Yes. <laughs> Free the cotton. Free the cotton. Yes, yes. Power to the people. Freedom. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we are kings. We are kings. We are kings. Caprice, how's it going? Welcome to the smart Oh, man. Side. Oh, man, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on here. I'm looking forward to a good time. I am oh. so glad you had the cotton prepared. I am so glad. That, 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 <laughs> man, that, that warmed my soul. That warmed my spirit. I, I had to make up for it, bro, because we, we didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. Always expect the unexpected, especially around here when I'm around. You know, I, I never know what I'm going to do and what I'm going to say. It's always off the top of the dome, you know, and I surprise myself a lot of the times. But, you know, the, 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 the craziest part uh, to me about the June whole Juneteenth thing, thinking about it is, is imagine legally being free for two and a half years in your 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 masters knowing it and they're like well they don't know we ain't gonna tell them yeah like, you know what i'm saying they don't know and uh that, that's just that's, that's that's it blows my mind it's like when they found out about it, it's like we we've been free like you know what i mean so it, it's almost a sermon in there man how many times will we keep ourselves in bondage you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh when we've already been set free you know uh even but, still to this day to yeah this even, day. Exactly, mentally free, spiritually free, all of it, it's physically free. So, um, yeah, this is a big deal. And there's a lot of stuff going on with these Juneteenth celebrations. I was in one in Atlanta, but then they're talking about some in different states where they're having shootings at. And, uh, wow. Some killings have ha been happening, man. It's like, it's, oh, yeah, I, I this just is saw a day some of, videos about that. Yeah, this is a day of celebration, man. There are people that are messing it up for us, man. So, I'm just I uh, don't want to take it for granted. I know we're having fun, but but the, sh the show is serious and the love. Uh, we have turned a day that that was uh, historic to a lot of people into the day to get together and have fun and reunite. 
um, show love to everybody. So we just want to continue that love to go. Yeah, man, like it's, but it, it, it's a true statement that we got to like really look at because a lot of times we, you know, uh, I, I just say we, we as people, it seems like we we uh, sometimes take for granted what a celebration really is. And we like, yeah. you know, and, you know, so sometimes we, you know, even you celebrate the wrong way. No, that's not a celebration. Like, it's, right. It is, you know, like we, we got to get celebration together. get you incarceration. <laughs> Man, bars like uh, you be man, going through a different celebration with uh Ray with yeah. Raekwon, <laughs> Quantavius. I mean, you don't want that. <laughs> Not Quantavius. I gotta keep the I gotta keep this on me now because you you already hitting the preaching bar. So there you go. Okay, I got it. Okay, all right, I'm ready. Was, now. It, was that was that the organ? What was that? Oh yeah, I told you I got oh, triggered. Okay. I got. I'm ready. I'm ready now. Okay. I told you this, this is this is ready. I'm, Ooh, I have a feeling something's gonna yeah. be said already. Oh. <laughs> so do it, do it. <laughs> my lord! <laughs> oh. Yeah! You, you better stop playing for my glasses, <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we just need a one he do it, and that'll be it. That'll be it. We, we got hoop before the service starts. <laughs> <laughs> we got a hoop going on. <laughs> uh, how we used to do back in the day. Tell it like it is. Tell it like it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, man. man I, Classic, you I, got I, it, man. You got it. You know, I think the way we are, we are, I'm going to start it off is like, let's just start as, as a kid, you know, growing up, you know, loving wrestling. So, um, I, I I just uh were you in church all, all your life, correct? Pretty much, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. so how was it like growing up? You know, um, you know, being a wrestling fan and also you know in church. Was it ever a clash? You know, or you know, what was it ever? You know, a thing when you were younger, like why are you watching that stuff? I know I got sometimes like you know it's so violent, it's so this. So have you ever got that before? Um. I guess it really wasn't a big deal to a lot of people. My mom hated it. Uh, she hated it. <laughs> she, she hated it. Um, and then my sisters and my, my sister and brother hated it. Um, mm-hmm. And it mostly came on like Saturday mornings where, where mm-hmm. I was. And yes. so while they were watching cartoons, you know, wrestling started coming on at 11. So I wanted to change the uh, TV to, to wrestling and they're watching cartoons or whatever. So I remember one weekend, my mom took me to a yard sale and I bought like a black and white TV from a yard sale to, to watch wrestle. So I had my own. I was the first uh, kid in the house with a TV in his room because uh, <laughs> while they were watching cartoons and all that stuff, I was watching wrestling. You was on you Channel know, 11 and, watching WWE yeah. superstars. Well, we didn't have WWE. We I grew up on NWA. Okay, I, okay. Oh, I, hey. I, didn't, I didn't get yeah, I didn't get uh, uh, WWE until I was in like sixth grade until got we got you. cable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like I knew about WWE and all, and I would keep up with it. We had like the rock and wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, whatever like that. And then I would definitely see it in the magazine. But as far as like watching wrestling WWE on TV or WWF, it, it, cause, um, I'm, I'm 46 years old. It, it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was on cable TV. It was on cable. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I know at the same at the same time, you know what I'm saying? We had Sunday night uh main event. I mean uh Saturday yep. night main event on Saturday night main event, yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? We yep. had uh WWE superstars on Saturday, but it came on at eleven yep. a.m. around yep. that time too. So that yep. was like yep. that wasn't cable cable, so I was able to watch that in my room. And then when it when it came to nightly wrestling, it's like all right, we gotta go to the living room, man. But I was in a good scenario because my whole family at that time was watching wrestling, so it was never like blocked from me, you know. We had uh World, we had world champ. We had uh, NWA, then turned to WWW, and then uh, we had world class championship wrestling, mm -hmm. and we had Glow wrestling, and uh, I think somehow I think Georgia Championship wrestling. Uh, but yeah, they came on at different times. Uh, or but like the Saturday Night Heat to me that was like pay per view, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just getting into it like yeah where, where how was it introduced to you like obviously nobody else in the house is watching it but it's just okay i want to watch it i'm gonna buy me a tv i'm gonna get into it but what, what was your first introduction i i want to say i want to say i was like three or four years old and i was at home one day and maybe i was turning the channels or the tv was just on and uh i see this guy cutting a promo and he looks nothing like me, but sounds just like everybody in my family. And mm. it was Dusty Rhodes. And mm. um, he, he mm. was cutting a promo. He was the bull in the woods. That's I'm a daddy. I'm a daddy. Take your head, baby. I'm gonna take your daddy. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, what is going on here? You know, and um, and it was wrestling. And like, for a while, because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what TV was or whatever. I would just, whenever it was on TV, I would watch it. So there was a while before I was like, okay, wrestling comes on at this time. I had to figure out for myself, mm -hmm. oh, this comes on every day at this time because it, they were just like, oh, wrestling's on. They were, sometimes my mom would try to turn it before I would see it. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I, I, have, I, have, I have been brought in, in front of uh, a pastor before. Like my, my mom was like, my son, he's watches wrestling and I need you to talk. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna talk to him. He's like, I watch wrestling too. <laughs> <laughs> Mama walk out the room. He's like, so did you see that match this past Saturday? Yeah, yeah. You know, I just, He was like, we well, just know that he was like, just know that you know you don't go out and you don't do it or whatever. But I think my mom was really disappointed. But it opened her eyes <laughs> up to um, that it wasn't you know something something crazy. You know what I'm saying uh, or whatever. But like in her eyes, she just knew. She's gonna bring me to the past, and he was gonna set me straight. But he ended up being a wrestling <laughs> fan. So, uh, I just, yeah. I just wonder how would that prayer supposed to go? Like, Lord, deliver the wrestle demon, Lord. Like, yeah, like, I, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't even. I and I think it was uh maybe the maybe the wrestling part. I don't know, but but then there was a family member. Uh, we had an aunt, and I forget her name, but that my mom says she was a huge wrestling fan, and like on her teeth, like cousins used to go over her house just to watch wrestling mm. um or whatever so then after a while she kind of kind of embraced it but but i think for me it wasn't wrestling in itself it was the obsession i had with it because like it was everything to me was was around wrestling then you know what i mean and so it was like i had the wrestling toys i i um anything that had something to do with wrestling like i, I was about it you know what mm -hmm. i mean and so she thought it was becoming an obsession and um that's that's mm -hmm. when it was like you need to talk to the pastor about this right here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> something wrong here. Ain't nothing wrong yeah. with wrestling, Mama. I can mix wrestling yeah. and church at the same time. 
Uh, you, yeah. you let this guy tell it, you know what I'm saying? I done gave him yo, a couple of uh, finishers yo. and specials inside of church, but I don't remember. Man, we used to wrestle, we used to wrestle at the church, man. We oh, had yeah. A wrestler. Oh, we yeah. We had a uh, group of guys, man. Um, we used to wrestle outside in the churchyard, get in trouble, somebody get hurt. And then we had a group that uh, after church, sometimes we'd go over each other's house and like, we make a ring in the yard. Backyard wrestling, front yard <laughs> wrestling, yard wrestling, in-house yeah, wrestling. Absolutely. We had All belts time. and everything, man. And mm-hmm. uh, we had some had some nice cardboard belts, but we had our cardboard belts layered. You know what I'm saying? Layered hey. and spray painted. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we, had, so, so we, yeah. we, we, we were we were proactive. We were having arts and crafts, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? All of these I got, things. I got to the point. I could carve, I could carve into the uh to the belt, to 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 the uh the cardboard, I could carve mm-hmm. into it uh, to make it what it was. Got your nice uh, little so knife yeah, or your scissors yeah, and everything. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I used to just like draw and just cut it out and then uh, overlap it with a lot of duct tape so it wouldn't rip apart or nothing like that. Oh, you had to duct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I got festive. I used, to, I used to take watches. I used to take bracelets because uh, I had the rubber wrestlers and also had the, the smaller action figures too. And we used to make our rings and everything like that. Like it, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, I made made some wrestling rings, man. And uh I used to hate the rubber wrestles because they were always like yeah, you just would do the <laughs> elbow part or something. One, you can't even wrestle. It's like they didn't move, so I would wrestle with GI Joes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you get that. I would, I would buy GI Joes because to me that was and even even as I got older, um, I would bring when I first started wrestling, I would bring GI Joes with me because mm. I could explain my wrestling moves to people. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Ju- yeah. And so like the it, there was a while the like the legs. Yeah, you could act like Cedric Alexander. Like I was, I had like GI Joe wrestlers with me. That was okay. You go like this. He's like, "Are you serious right now?" You go bring out the GI Joes. <laughs> like, hey, like, hey, yes. if, hey, at least it was GI Joe. If you think appreciate, okay. First, first, I want your legs over here, right? Yeah, it's like, like, right, but right. like to me, <laughs> to me, the GI Joe would have been the best wrestling man ever like <laughs> everybody hey, part moved and you could suplex you could do every like i didn't want yeah. wrestling men like I, yeah. I wanted gi joe's I, I had a mixture of everything so i had my action figures but also had like power rangers i had x-men i had other toys that i was just like well i ain't got the big show so juggernaut your big show and, and stuff like that you know what i'm saying and, I was, and it, it worked out i wasn't even a gi joe fan it's just I just had G.I. Joe. He was just, yeah, he was just perfect had, wrestler. He just, that's and his, I would like, name, oh. the same way like you would name your, 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 your I would name the different G.I. Joe's different people mm-hmm. um, or whatever. Yeah. I'm beatboxing themes and everything. Like it, yeah. I, used to have, I used to have fun all alone by myself. <laughs> Put on that, the show. That, that might be a good fantasy book. G.I. Joe versus Sergeant Slaughter in his prime. Let's just let's oh, try man. to put that. <laughs> <laughs> <Get> that <going. laughs> With, 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 with Lacey Evans as as a special guest referee. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, all right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's 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 the thing. I, there's so much to get into because you you're like a utility man, a renaissance man in man. In, in wrestling, like uh, from from refereeing to wrestling to commentating to backstage interviewing. It's it's just it's just so much. Like, yeah. did you ever imagine doing as much as you're doing and have done in the wrestling business ever? Like, was it ever no. a thought process of, I want to do this, that, this, that, this, 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 this? No. Um, and it's funny because you, you sent me something earlier, uh, I think last week or whenever we said we was going to do this. And you had like my belts on there, I guess, that you looked yeah. up and 
And I and I was gonna say, well, add this belt and this belt, or two time this champion and three time current this champion. And I was like, no, I said, because then it's gonna go down a list that to me doesn't matter because like I've done so many things in wrestling to where, I, and I guess I didn't realize it until NWA Wildside. Um, before NWA Wildside, I was just a innovative high flyer. You know what I mean? And that was with the Hardy Boys and and and, and Shannon Moore and and Shane Helms and and all and so we just, yeah we we were just a bunch of innovators man we were like before our time um but then and before even then i would go to different indie shows and it was like nobody was doing what we were doing you know they still had power slam finishers suplex finishers leg drop finishers elbow finishers clothesline was a finisher you know um but we would go there doing moonsaults and court strews and 450s and you know stuff like that and so we were like way different they're like oh these are the spot monkeys like we were the first spot monkeys you know what i mean mm, right. and so um then i got the nwa wild side and um nwa wild side was the first time we met i met anybody else that actually did the type of stuff i did and that was the uh aj styles jc mm. daz um those guys with uh, uh k cross our truth mm. um and all the, with the other guys there that were actually doing the same stuff and so um there is when i was like man you know every everybody here is athletic so i need something else to stand out and i've been you know in the church since i was young and i was called to preach when i was 14. and so bill barons hands me a microphone just to cut a promo on something but like um after the promo and i don't even remember what the, that specific program was about he was like bro you could talk and i was like yeah okay like i didn't think about it like you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. And um, but he was like, no, he was like, you need to hone in on that because that's going to set you apart from everybody else. And um, ever since then, man, it's like it kind of skyrocketed from there. And um, I had like catchphrases and all that. And and I knew it was working when I would come out and, and hit a catchphrase and the fans would catch on to it and and ride it. And then uh, after that, man, it's, I realized that um, in wrestling, you know, you can wrestle for, for you can wrestle for a while. But if you have uh, the ability to speak on the microphone or the ability to be able to communicate, um, you can prolong your career. And, and through that, and in every aspect of wrestling, I've pretty much been the mouthpiece, uh, whether it's been managing, producing the talk show that I had, um, Coleman's Pulpit, um, and all, and even now commentary, it, it just kind of fell in place. And I, and I just always said yes. You know what I mean? It's like if, if if they gave me an opportunity to do something, I would do it, you know, because I'm like, sure, because I was when I was younger, uh, when I graduated high school, um, I went into the work field and I started working uh, whatever like that. And I wanted to learn everything because I thought, oh, if I learned everything, then I can be a manager or whatever there or whatever. And I can reach I can get the top pay and I can get paid more. But I had learned like, I don't know. I was working at a factory and I learned how to do like just about everything in the factory. And I was like, okay, I should make more money. And it was like, oh, you re you've already reached top pay. The only, the only way to get paid more now is to go to college. I was like, yeah, I'm going to college to see y'all later. <laughs> you know? And so that's when I went, but it was like, I just always had that thing of like, learn everything. You learn as much as they allow you to learn and never say no. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I refereed and everything, man. And it's like, um even at ring of honor they said you like the swiss army knife for ring of honor because it's like we can just put you wherever we need you at okay. and um and it's worked out for me man so um 
speaking of working out, so you training with the Hardys, mm-hmm. man, like, like you said, you guys really, when you, when you break it down and you broke down the list, you guys became like really the innovators of the, like, like of that time to now. So what was it like training with them? And, you know, what, you know, what, what would you say, you know, you really, uh, what, what was the main thing you really gained working with them? Um, brotherhood, man. Uh, Matt and Jeff, uh, Champagne, Shannon, Shane yeah. Helms. Uh, it's, it's, it's so many guys um, that I can list that, that come out of Trevor Lee. Um, mm-hmm. and it came out. Trevor Lee is like our, our the baby brother. You know, he was he was a, he was literally in diapers when we were training, but he was like he lived. His his dad had the ring in his yard, and so Trevor would come out. You know, and he'd be in the ring wrestling around with us, like, and uh, so he's like the the last Omega, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, for the listeners that don't know who Trevor Lee is, that he's currently known as Cameron Grimes. Going yeah, Cameron. To the moon, yeah. baby. Yeah. To the moon. I love, yeah. I love him. I love him. I love him. And um, and so just to see him getting the opportunity, uh, the world has not seen what he's capable of. And mm-hmm. and uh, he he's he's set for the rest of his life. He he can talk. He can walk. He has a look. He has charisma. Um, he understands wrestling. He loves it. That's all he's ever done. Um, is wrestling and um, like his whole life. You know, has has been surrounded uh, about wrestling and, and surrounded by wrestlers and surrounded by the best wrestlers. And like, yeah, he's to me, he's the next big thing. Like, he he's the next big thing. Um, but yeah, uh, training with them, I, it was kind of crazy because I didn't even know there was a such thing as indie wrestling. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was I was out one day and I and I saw. I, I did used to rent like the uh, they had a team wrestling federation. They were wrestling on trampolines, uh, <laughs> Matt and Jeff, and, and yeah. I used to rent their 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 their, their, DV, their tapes at the video store. VHS and um yeah the the VHS is at the video store. And I just thought it was because they were wrestling on trampolines, so I didn't think about it. But then I saw somebody was handing out flyers for a local wrestling event. And I was like, they're gonna be wrestlers wrestling at the Armory. Like, how you do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Man. I didn't I didn't you know that was a thing. And uh, he was like, "Yeah." He said, "He said you gonna come to the show." I said, "Well, how do I get on the show?" I said, "I want to <laughs> wrestle." And I, and I, and I wrestled all the way through high school. And I probably weighed at that time when I graduated from high school. I probably weighed 125 pounds, so I probably weighed 130 pounds then. You know what I mean? And Amateur so, wrestling, um, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wrestled all the way through high school. And mm-hmm. um, he was like, "Well, you have to get trained." I was like, "Trained?" I said, "I, I know how to wrestle." And he was like, "Well, you have to be trained our way," you know. And so um, he told me how to where to meet him at and it was like on a sunday and he gave me the address and um and that's when i saw matt and i was like i know you guys you're the guys on the rest of the tape like you know but by this time they the tapes were old mm-hmm. right you know what i'm saying and by this time they had already had uh they were doing the east coast wrestling federation and they had just changed the name from east coast wrestling federation to new frontier wrestling alliance um is what they were, were changing it to and then we were new to, new frontier wrestling alliance for a while and it went from there to omega and so um from east coast wrestling federation to new frontier wrestling alliance for the most part of that i was i was a referee um and then by the time the end of new frontier wrestling alliance to omega i started wrestling wow 
So uh, how does it feel now, you know, look, looking back at, you know, how I was starting with them, going full circle and being able to work with them in something like Final Deletion? <laughs> like, it's bad. Yeah, that's just the first time, like, I guess on TV, I guess, uh, that I've seen, like, I guess, recent, man. I've been working with yeah. them for years, uh, doing something with them, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it's it's... It's crazy, and it's, it, the craziest part to me is is the relationship uh, Matt and I have uh, with each other. Because to 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 Matt, I'm one of his friends. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, hey, Caprice, da da da. But to me, Matt is like I, I wouldn't be in this business without him. So like I'm always like, hey man, I really appreciate this. And it's like I have to push that out the way, and sometimes mm-hmm. just chill. But it's like I always feel like man, like he's always been the same person uh ever since uh i've known him him and him and jeff is all there's never even when they you know got signed or whatever like that there was never a part where it was like untouchable or you know what i mean it's, yeah, just, right. it's always been the, the same people and um it, my son and matt have to share the same birthday and matt called my son on his birthday and like it's, it's just like it's a brotherhood you, you know what i'm saying and um and so i'm, I'm constantly and I need to get over it, but it's just like when I when I meet him, I'm like, bro, like, this is so dope, like to be yeah. to still be doing this so many years later when we were just a bunch of teenagers, you know, thirty years ago, so we're and now we're making living, making a living, paying our bills, doing the same stuff we were doing thirty years ago, and we I still mean, get along, and we still can like spend days together, and just it's just like I could not see them for months or years or whatever, and and then I run into him. It's like, oh, what's going on? Da 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 da. And it's like, never missed a day. The same thing with Champagne. Um, he he kind of resurfaced, and I, I hadn't seen him in like had be fifteen years, mm-hmm. and because um, he had stopped wrestling, and uh, somebody booked me on a show to wrestle him. And it's like, you mind wrestling Champagne? I was like, are you kidding me right now? Right. You know, and uh, yeah. and then we when he saw when we when I got to the show and um and saw him it, it was just like we spent more time catching up than we did about getting going over the match, match. <laughs> <laughs> it, so it, it was just like we're just gonna call it yeah the match was that was easy you know it was like what you, right. how you been like what's going on and, and we had talked on the phone but it's a difference man it's a difference between you know seeing somebody face to face holding the conversation looking in their eyes seeing you know seeing um just being in their presence, man, it's, 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 a, it's a huge difference. When, when you live in the dream and you get to live it with the people that you came up with, it's yeah. always going to be that way. Like, I, I know, yeah. like, the first, like, maybe 10 minutes is just like, I got to get over this. And then, like, you, you like, get jailed in and everything like that, and you just you just go. I mean, because yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like us. Like, we know what we're doing and what we're operating with. But when we come into contact with stars such as yourself, it's just like, ah. Oh, like this is crazy like this is wild this and then then we have to be like well you know all right cool but this is what it's supposed to be you know what i'm saying yeah this, this is the yeah. journey that we're on we should expect these things and no but it's just like oh, oh. Hey, like, we, what? Had, like, what? we had we had this saying um that i always say we'd be cutting up cutting up cutting up even rick abana like try to go to work <laughs> everybody go that different way Time to go to work. Time to go to work. 
Oh man. I just, oh man. There is there is so much to touch into, like so, 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 so much. Like man, but we've already been live 30 minutes. Being man. being, <laughs> being that it's, it's it's Juneteenth, let's talk about racism and wrestling, what it was then and how it's it's transitioned into what it is now, if it even is. Like uh what, what what's your take on that? Oh man, I, I wasn't even aware of the uh racism in wrestling until i became part of it mm. and and um and the racism that i kind of saw it was weird because it's kind of like um you're wondering like why is everybody else getting these opportunities but me and it's like oh well you need to do this oh we well, need to do that oh we need to do this oh you need to do that and oh you can't do this and oh why don't you do this and why don't you do that i'm like why do I have to change everything? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Why do I have and, to change you, who I am? Yeah, and then it was like, you know, uh, you ever thought about doing this? You ever thought about doing that? It was like, no, never crossed my mind, you know. And um, and uh, you can take that one. Uh, and so, um, and then I just kind of was like, we'll go back and watch stuff, or we notice like on the show, like you know maybe i'm the only black person on the show or whatever and then it there were times where we get to a show and you there would be another black person on the card and you would i would think oh this is awesome but they will look at you like somebody about to steal my spotlight because it, it's almost like a competition because it's like you want to be the number one black guy like you know what i mean um but then like you, you really start to see the where out of every sport in the world this was the sport where we were the underdogs and that's when it was kind of it's kind of like was like the, the light started going on and i never really had any real like called out my name or any situations like that it was all just being able to see the business from inside out um and understanding how things work to where you realize is where like there's really nothing they can say um to keep you from going where you're going it, it, without without blatantly saying what it is but they're not going to say what it is you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and um but that's the way it was for a while and um and you can look at and it's no secret you can look at professional wrestling you can tell you can look at look at it in the 80s and i believe you know that's that's the real reason why jim Cornette gets so much flack today and i love him i love jim Cornette. people hate jim Cornette. I love it. Where's where, it at? Where's it at? Where's where it at? Where, where, I, I need to find this right now because the crowd need to go ahead and pop for this. Thank you. Go ahead and pop for that. Thanks. Huh? Just I went been, mute on him. The crowd, the crowd was cheering. The crowd yeah, was the cheering. Crowd was cheering. Oh. I've, I've been telling this man. I've been telling this, this man. Tell him again. Please tell him again. Yeah, I, I, the reason why I love Jim Cornette is because, like, to me, he's like he's almost like the 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 same as like an old rock star or old mm. in in our in another world he would be like and somebody somebody that's meaningful in this world as far as like a rock star but like he he knows wrestling but he knows it from his era like in and, and it's like in nothing he's saying is wrong it's his opinion the the problem the problem is that his vocabulary has never changed. There it is. Yep. I know. What I, I know. say. That's it's all his vocab- But here's the, the the problem. But the thing is, I, I, he's I always been who he is. 
You know what I'm saying? And and this and, and being raised up in this sport, there were so many things you could say in the eighties or early nineties you just can't say now because the world is too sensitive. You know what I'm saying? And so and so now when you could say something like, you know, this is a this, this is a that, it, that's that you could blatantly see with your eyes, we're now mm-hmm. supposed to say, no, that's not what that is. You know what I mean? And and he's just when it's like, no, it's a goose. No, it's a duck. No, you know, and you're not supposed to see that. Okay. Like, so we, so we get mad that his eyes are open or that. And so it's like, he gets, he gets flat. He gets flat. For, and sometimes he says stuff that's, you know, the bro, you got to understand that like, there are a lot of white people that, that are, uh, that aren't prejudiced, but have unconscious bias in them just mm-hmm. because of their upbringing. Mm-hmm. Come on. And it, it just, just, be, this just is not like I'm going to be prejudiced. It's just some things you, they grew up hearing and it's just part of them. Yeah. And it's not like I see a black person is like, Oh, this, that, that, and that is just, you're talking and, and stuff you say or whatever. And it's like, it's just who you, what you've always it's just said. How they were raised. It's how, it's how you were raised. Like I, I worked with Jim Cornette. Um, when I first started getting Ring of Honor and like he took me under his wing and like he helped me with promos, he gave me ideas, he he cause he liked because our banter back and forth and I would pick at him about stuff. He would be like, A priest coming, why are you wearing that jacket or whatever like that? I said, just because it ain't wear that smoky mountain don't mean it can't wear it now. Yeah. Like, you know, I would, we would go back and but we had wit. It, it, so he, yeah. he respected my wit, you know what I'm saying? And so and so he would help me on timing and and I'm like, it's just who he is. Some people, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just who he is. And and I don't, and and I'm not saying I'm not backing up everything he says. I'm not on the Jim Cornette train or whatever like right. that. It's just the older you, I'm 46 years old. You know what I'm saying? And the older you get, you realize some people just are who they are. Yeah. And and when people, the word of God, it never changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We change. We're changing, you know what I'm saying? And so now we're like, oh, what's the new thing that we can't say? What's the new thing we can't do? What's the new thing? Because the way the world is walking, but it's, it's like some things just never, some things just never change, you know? And so that's my take, man. I love everybody and can't, you can't take no, Caprice Coleman treated me this way, bro. I got love. I show love because I was loved, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, you can't hate one person and, and, and love another because it, to me, I'm like, I'm gonna find a way to love you. I'm going to find a way to love you. I'm going to love you. I'm love. I love you. <laughs> but it's real. Hey, bro, I'm going to tell you something, man. Love is a feeling, bro, that like yeah. you, you can't deny, man. I, I sent out a tweet the other day um, that was just like, I, I was just random like, hey, you know, I, I just want to say I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. And I just, just put it out to put it out. But like the amount of people that like replying to me, I love you too, and I love, bro. That like, I, I felt that, and I was yeah. just throwing something out there because that's just who I am. You know what I mean? And right. but like it was like you know, I love you too, and I love you, Capri. And I'm just like, you you feel it. And love mm-hmm. is a word that people don't don't say anymore because everybody thinks love has to be has to be erotic or, or, or whatever yeah. like that. But mm-hmm. it's like, you can love somebody because you support them. You 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 want them to win. You want to win with them. You see them winning. You're like, we won. You feel me? 
Like yeah. love isn't always like kissing and hugging or what it's like. I could say I love you, and I mean that like I care about you. Like I care about your well being. I don't want anything to go wrong. If somebody talks about you in my presence, I'm gonna take up for you because I love you. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. it ain't it ain't gotta be nothing crazy, man. Love is love is real, bro. Like. Mm-hmm. L Dub loves you because he says, "Yeah, I'm a little starstruck right now. I've been seeing and hearing Caprice for a long time." Ah, man, man. Yeah, man. And, but like, that's real, man. Like, <clears throat> and um, like you said, like the, the speaking of love, you know, like a lot of people don't know, like I said, the real meaning of love. We still thinking love meaning feeling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, and it's just what well, it's kind of what we what we're taught. You know, it, yeah. we're in a world today where you know a lot, a lot of things are just perverted. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, you live in that atmosphere <laughs> where it's it just it just it is, you know. And so you have to get you have to get past that, um, because sometimes you can miss out on a good thing because of because of the way that your mind works. Right. You know what I mean. And so like right. it's it's a I don't know. It's almost like a bunch of you know elementary kids, man. You, you <laughs> say you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> It's him. It's him. It's him. You're, 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 you're preaching right in his driveway, sir. You're in his window. Right. Hold on. Where's my, where my triggers at? You are in yeah. his driveway. <laughs> yeah, man. It, this, 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 this world, bro, like this, uh, I think, and, and and I said that about what wrestling was, but you look at it now. I was talking to my son um, a while back. My son, he's he's an artist now. And he's really into music and and i was like bro i said your generation's music sucks, sucks. But y'all sure love each other like like they like he 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 has friends that are like from different nationalities different you know he he has like gay friends he has straight friends he has black friends he has white friends he has spanish friends he has indian it's like and he and he's just like he just who he is you know and i'm like bro i said bro y'all music suck but y'all know how to love each other you know what i'm saying because like they and it's like i i, I learned from that like I, I see him with his friends and they they all hang out and they just they are who they are like you know what i'm saying right. and i'm like that uh so with the wrestling world today is i believe it's a reflection of that because now if you're dope if you're unique you can make it it doesn't matter if you're black white that's why you see a lot of black people on WWE now because it's like you, you're gonna have some chains to go through. You might have to jump in some extra hoops, but if you're willing to put the work in and you're unique, you can make it in this company. You can mm. make it in this sport. Yeah, for sure. Classico, Classico, what you got? What you got? What you I'm, got? I'm saying, uh, especially with all of the uh, now, all of the limelight that is shown on uh, indie wrestling. Because I, I was like you, like just find out about indie wrestling. Like I'm still. I'm still, I'm not in the deep end, but I'm not in the shallow end. I'm, I'm still walking you know, in the middle right now. My feet, I, I, got a, I got like a toe right, right there in the water. So, um, like, just how did, how do you, how did you feel like, um, coming out of like, um, stuff like the pandemic and then like more light was shown on, you know, indie scene wrestling and, um, how, you know, so how, how did you feel that, you know, more light was shown on that now? That, you know, I don't know if it was the pandemic that that put light on uh, indie wrestling. Um, to me, the pandemic um, and the pandemic was hard for me because you got to understand I've been an entertainer for twenty years. You know, uh, well, twenty-seven years now, almost thirty years now. But like to to be used to be on the road, I'm married with children. Um, 
but then you're locked in the house. You can't go anywhere. And my wife, she thought I was going to have to go sit on somebody's couch, man, because, like, I was going crazy because it was like I, I can't go anywhere. I would just go sit on my porch just mm. to be outside, like, you know what I'm saying? And um, I would find stuff. Oh, we only got no bread. I'm going to the store. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it, I just couldn't take it, you know, and I was stuck uh, in the house and and used to traveling and all the entertainment was shut down. We couldn't go anywhere. You right. know what I'm saying? And so um, that was a hard reflection. Um, I think for a lot of people, especially entertainers, because I watched a lot of friends like if it if it wasn't for Ring of Honor paying us through the pandemic. You know what I'm saying, or or being able to like you know uh, trade stuff or hustle or whatever like that. I don't know what would have happened. You know what I'm saying, but um, having the ability, um, having the ability to to be able to make money during the pandemic was a blessing for me, but it was a curse for a lot of people that were making it just by doing indies and were. This is a sport that, like. Some people have nine to five jobs, mm-hmm. and in in my my walk of wrestling, it went to where I had a I had a, a factory job until I went to college or whatever like that. But but it got to a point to where at my job it was like, hey, you got to make a choice. Either you're gonna either you're gonna wrestle or you're gonna work here. You know what I'm saying? So right. I had to change up my jobs to jobs that where I could do. Um, that's my cousin. Hey, Melly, call uh, Tasha. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so people got to the point, I got a lot of things going on, but, uh, but, uh, it got to the point where there were people that had quit their jobs because they were making money. You know, they, they jumped down on faith, Mm -hmm. you know, because they, they, they could make a living on the indie scene. You can make a living on the indies. But then it's like you're making a living on the Indies to be available to get signed. And so there were people that were like on the cusp of getting signed and then the world shut down. Right. So now like they have no way of making money. So you got a lot of these indie stars that were like selling shirts and, you know, doing things that you're trying to make money because they were literally getting to the place where they could make it. And then boom, the world shut down. You know what I mean? But I, I thank God, uh, that that wasn't my case but my case was the world being shut down and i couldn't do anything and i'm just used to it and, and i i didn't realize the effect it had on me until one day i was at the house and i turned the corner and i ran into my daughter like we were just walking the same i ran into my daughter and it's, instead of excuse me or whatever like that she was like oh hey dad you're still here mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow like like my yeah. family, my family had to get used to me being home. Being home, like yeah, you get what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was that 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 was my like uh, pandemic experience, and I don't I believe I don't believe not one person alive that survived the pandemic because millions of people died. Yeah, I don't believe one person went in the pandemic and came out the same way. There's something yeah. different about you. Yeah, there's something different about you, and and for me, it was like. I found out a lot of things about myself. I found out a lot of things about people, you know, and and it, it calloused me a lot um, because because I'm that person that you know uh, don't be a magician and then show me your hand 
and then everything is back to normal and you try to show me the chain trick yeah nah 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 i know what you're doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> now i know the trick you know and so there was a whole lot that went under the pandemic that uh really uh you know mm-hmm. opened my eyes you know to where i can't shut it now you know what I mean? you know, you know what's funny because a lot of people will say like a lot of people used to say before 2020 started they're like yep that's right 2020 vision i said all right <laughs> yeah. that means that <laughs> you don't know what you're asking for yeah and it's yeah don't don't expect me to be blind now you know what i mean and um <laughs> and I'm, I'm the type person man i'm if i see you you're in my presence and i got something to say i'm gonna say it like that's yeah. just me mm-hmm. Because yeah. like, I'm, I wouldn't be a man if I didn't. You feel me? And so, yeah. like, yeah, that that's that's me. I'm sure that pandemic drove drove you crazy because there was only so many uh coming pool pits you could have did with yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> you, you probably done ran out a few. It's just like that, that, uh, that's your that's the way of transitioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you love it, don't you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of such, you know what I'm saying, uh, the pandemic, man, and, and commentary, how did that change your aspect on professional wrestling, having to deliver to the crowd that was not present in, 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 in the space? Well, to me, um, that was almost a relief. Uh, and I, I'll tell you why. Um, because I was able to work, you know what I mean? We were it back on the road. It was, it was like I was free again. And to me, it was it was like the light at the end of the tunnel in a world, in a way, because it was like, oh, this is only temporary. And after a while, the crowd is going to be back. And the crowd will be small, but then we'll be able to have more people. Then we, in my head, it was like, oh, we're getting back to civilization, the way the world used to be. And then with Rick Abani and I, I think that's when the, the pure title was being reintroduced. I think it got a lot of eyes on us because they were able to see what real commentary is about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you have to, to uh, my, my gift in commentary comes from my frustration of commentary. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been a wrestler for well over 20 something years. And I remember I've been in every aspect of the sport that a lot of people are in now. I've been the enhancement talent. Mm-hmm. I've been the talent. I've mm-hmm. been the agent. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been that person that is getting an opportunity to be on pro wrestling for the first time. And I'm telling all my families and friends, and then they actually watch it in the commentators talking about cereal. <laughs> like, <laughs> not connected I, to the story being told yeah, in the ring. I've, I've, I've been screen. in the ring and, and I've been hurt. I've, I've been injured, and I and I would and I would wait until the to the, the match come out to see how I got injured, and the commentators are talking about somebody that's not even in the match. Hmm. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm hurt for six weeks. I can't. I I tore my ACL. I do. I broke my ankle. I. You know what I'm saying? I irritated. Like you're not helping build. I have build a concussion. Yeah, but 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 and so I started noticing those things, and it's nobody in particular. It's just the way, uh, to me, to me, it was like, it was a frustration because I'm like, bro, I I know people that died in that ring. Yeah, I know people whose lives were changed in that ring, and if I'm doing commentary, my job is to tell about what's if if I'm not adding to the story inside that ring, I'm taking away from it. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and my job is to, to talk about the people who are literally putting their lives on the line, literally, mm-hmm. when they step between those ropes. And you can say, oh, it's entertainment. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Or whatever like that. Uh, it, it, yeah, this is a great form of entertainment to it. But I, I have people that I've worshipped growing up that I see now and they're in wheelchairs. They're using walkers. They're using canes. They can't talk right. They can't walk right because of the sacrifices that they put in through this entertainment world that their bodies testify on every day. You feel me? And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I have, so my opportunity to commentate, people are like, oh, you ever think about wrestling? Yeah, I think about wrestling. It's a sad thing you do on commentary. I love commentary. Because I finally get to, t- I, oh. I, I love it because I'm like, I finally get to tell the story of these people who are putting their lives on the line for it. You see them? Like, yeah, this is my, like my brothers, man. Like, it's, it's a, to me, it's a gift. And, and then, and I knew it was good when I, uh, not just from the fans, because to me, I love fans, but fans can turn on you just like that. Yeah, you know, true. you you, you, you say somebody's you, you you say somebody's name wrong, or or uh. you like somebody they don't like, and you know they here today oh, gone tomorrow. Quick. But but when when athletes are coming to you saying, "Hey, I appreciate you saying this," or "You, I appreciate you saying that," and I'm like, "Bro, I'm I'm just doing my job," mm-hmm. like. And and I think it's our job, even the difference now. Um, people are like, oh, Ring of Honor is just uh um elevation dark or, or whatever. Like I said, no, no, I said, no, it ain't the difference between Ring of Honor and, and that, and to me, and, and and I hope this isn't clipped in what makes me famous, is that this is this is this is the the, op- the land of opportunity for people that were unutilized and their stories are being told. They're not being laughed at, they're not being joked at, they're not being made fun of they're being highlighted mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and and i'm not highlight like even the willow rap you know i just think it's a dope tune it's either i'm old school is either to rap to whatever like that but the goal isn't to get me over it's to get her over like yeah, you get what yeah. i'm saying i'm telling yeah. a story about her and, and it's like but but so many times on those shows it's, it's like three you know matches that it was almost made not to be cared about right but now it's like, no, this is who this person is. This is what this person presents. This is what this person is capable of. This is the right. character that they have. This is their background story. Oh, we can. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, and so that that's that's a that's what I feel the difference is now. And I I believe Riccaboni and I um have that same mindset, you know. And and I was just and I was just icing on the cake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because he's came there and um the experience that he's had being a former champion and then, you know, working for the Fed and he comes with ideas and, and, and ways to help Riccoboni and I out. It just adds, it's just fine tuning things, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I love it, man. And so, like I said, my frustration came through that. And so when I got an opportunity to do commentary, um, it just, I just started talking, I was in a feud with somebody and, um, I forget who it was, but, but, Somebody was wrestling Michael Elgin. They just put me on commentary. When I came to the back, they was like, oh, my God, that was amazing. And I was like, what was amazing? Like, I was just talking. They was like, Do you, you ever thought about doing commentary? And I was like, no, not really. It's like, well, we, think you gotta, it, we think you got a niche at it. And that was Kevin Kelly talking to me mm. and um and Hunter. And I was like, well, bro, I, I love to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Like, okay. You know, and, and here I am, you know, pretty much learning how to do commentary on TV with Ring of Honor, with Kevin Kelly, with um, Steve Carino, with mm. Nigel McGinnis, you know, and, mm. and, and Hunter um, uh, Delirious, you know, helping me 
um, maybe do this and maybe shorten your words. And then, and then the, the higher you get up, the more you get. And then Rick Abani and I, we just, oh man, it's, it's like that was peanut butter and jelly right there. But then you go to AEW and you got people like JR, you got Tony Schiavone, you got Taz, you got like, got all mm-hmm. these, and everybody's just trying to make each other better. Like, it, yeah, bro, you have no idea. When you're in a place where where the goal is to get you better, mm-hmm. yeah. you 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 in a good spot. You in a good spot. Yeah, yeah. you in a damn good spot. And, and and I you you do wonders. You do wonders. Let me tell you myself because uh, we 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 sure do love us some Willow. Sure do love <laughs> us some Willow. Oh, I think man. I love Willow. I, I love Willow, man. She she's amazing. But what really gets me over about her is to me. She's like the last baby left. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. what I said. Pure. Yes. Pure. Like pure yeah, every, baby. Every, pure. Everybody like, else is like shades of gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody today somehow a shade of gray. She's the last like baby baby. Like yes. that's why I'm like, oh, the energy's changed. Oh, it's up. you know, like, she, like she just smiles and your whole, yeah. it, just, it just overtakes you. Like and that's just, the way she is. That's, you, that's you, like, that's her person. I think I believe the best wrestling personalities are yourself times 10. That's mm-hmm. where I, I've been. Mm-hmm. I've always been who I am because this is who I am. You know, Caprice Coleman is just Caprice Coleman times ten, or really Caprice Coleman yeah. times three, maybe. Because <laughs> 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 this is who I am. You know, but exactly. like her, like that. That's the way she is in the back. She's a happy-go-lucky person. You know, and she's she's good people. And mm-hmm. it's like the body positivity and all. And it's just like she's encouraging. And like then her music. And to me, the music thing is like, bro, this. Bro, this is Shalomar. This is still like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Caprice, yeah. you're so innovative. Bro, I grew up, this is cookout music. What you talking Man, about? Man, this, 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 none right here. I, I, I could jig to this right here. This, yeah, this, 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 like none. Like, why when it hits, it just, oh, yeah. 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 Oh. It's like, oh, oh, we had the family music. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're freestyling the picnic. Like, it's, that's, and it's, it's really like, it's kind of like what we've done it in like a, Rick Abani, uh, man, this guy literally knows something about every genre of music. Mm. And so when I'm doing this stuff, he's like, I'm like, look at this dude. Like, he's, <laughs> all right. And he pops me now, like, y'all hear me say, Rick Abani. It's like, I'm popping because I'm like, how do you know about this? How do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, the timing. Yeah. And, uh, but he, he was just that, he's that dude that, like, in high school, he could hang with the black people and the white people. That's just, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. He, he was, he's he, that dude. He invited to you the know, you always Yeah, he was invited, exactly. Rick Bond is invited to the cook. That's just, that's him. And so, like, I could vibe with that all day, man. Yeah. Y'all, y'all make a perfect duo, though, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, and he, he's, he's real dude, man. Like, he's, he's legit. Like, he's, if he's your friend, he's your friend. And, like, he, uh, he speak up for you. And, like, if he tells you something, he means it. Um, he's a family man. You know, he, he's got his priorities in the right place. It's good people, man. It's good to work with people like him and, and uh, have somebody like him uh, in your corner, man. And I mean, he is, man. And so, like, it's a it's a great relationship. Yeah, you're you're a legend in this space. And and like I said at the beginning of the show, it's so much to get into. And I know I know we ain't got too much more time, but uh, I have two more questions and then a fast count of questions. You know what I'm saying? One word answers and things of that nature. But like, I just want to get into your name. I want to get into your name. Caprice okay. Coleman. That's that's your government name, right? That's my yeah. That's, that's but, my, like my my middle name and last name. Yeah, you you got you got you got you got nicknames though. Mm-hmm. Ice, yeah, notorious 
ice. Like, yeah. and I and I, I love, I love, and I would like to hear a little bit more of, of how where where ice came from. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man. Because because yeah, it's I, gonna be I, it's I, an I, underwhelming story. I, I am a, <laughs> I, I am a fan too, and just to hear people give Dean Malenko some praise. It's yeah. just like, oh my God! Like, please, please, please! The man of a thousand hosts. Like, like get get into yeah. it just a little bit if you can. Well, I, I would say it's probably underwhelming. I to me, I'm I'm also heavy into music, mm-hmm. and um and there was this 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 uh play, The West Side Story, mm. and um The West Side Story is you know two two uh, gangsters, and it was this, this girl named Maria, uh, and the gangsters one was from one side, and I think it was like Americans against the span. I don't know. But like uh, one of the gangsters' name was Ice, and um, and I just and when they were, we were going over the list of names, I was like Ice. I'm like, that's cold, man. And I was, I just, I just stuck with it. And this was even before I was a wrestler, you mm. know. And then uh, when I got into the, uh, the Indies, uh, in the book of the Extreme, with Matt Hardy's book, is a story about my first day of wrestling practice. Um, my stepdad was there and I was trying to bump and I couldn't bump and he had like this 66 ounce cup of soda or whatever. He takes ice out and puts it in my hands and folds my hands and I take the bump and I actually did it correct. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the isolate you to the proper bump. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and after that, they was like ice, ice, like they... So to them, that's why they call me Ice, you know. Ice, um, Ice, call me. And then, and then, um, being heavy, heavy into music, um, the Ice, Ice Baby. But then, like uh, Biggie Smalls, mm-hmm. the notorious B.I.G. I was like, well, everybody knows me by Ice, but I'm known now, so I'm notorious. I'm the notorious I.C.E., you mm-hmm. know, uh, or whatever. And that's still for I can't excel at anything, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I notorious, I can excel, you know. And then, um, after that. Uh, is when the attitude era left and everybody became like real people. So I just became Caprice Coleman um, after that. And then, uh, man, I had a lot of Nick Dan Bassett of the grind because nobody works harder than me. Um, and then now it's, it's, it's the ageless one. It's mm. like I'm, I'm 46 years old. And, and black um, don't crack. And yeah. It's not age, sir. Yeah. Sir, man. You know uh, black does crack. If, if you don't take care of it, if you smoke it, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crack is whack. Crack is whack. <laughs> but if you don't, if you don't, because I believe my whole thing is like I feel like uh, I am kind of like a modern day Renaissance man, and but the the real thing about it is that I've realized that your body, as long as you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and people look at, oh, you know, I've never been into working out. So if I work out, it's not going to, you You can start in your fifties. If you've never worked out, you start taking fitness serious. You would be your best shape at 50 than you've ever been. And it would possibly reverse your age to better, you better, better shape than you've ever been before. Because if you didn't work out in your thirties, but you start working out in your fifties, you're going to be in the best shape you've ever been in your life, but it's only because of the effort that you're putting into it then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so my thing is I've learned over time is to continually invest in my body, continually stay in shape, continually watch what I eat. You know, I've learned how to take care of my skin. I learned how to take care of my hair. I learned, you know, star secrets and all this stuff, the, the things that they do to the, uh, Dr. Savy. Hmm, yes. Well, who's, who's, you know, who's, I've been, I've been like, dipping into that a little bit. Yeah, yep. it's like, it's, it's just taking care of this, this temple that we have, man, because like, I believe like that your days are numbered. 
You know what I'm saying? You, the days that you live, the days are numbered, but it's on you how you live them. Yeah. And if you're going to be 85 years old, you're going to be 85 years old and spry, or you're going to be 85 years old and can barely move. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and well, and life, life's going to be life. Some things, some things right. are life. Yeah. But as long as I can help it, I'm, I'm going to be I'm, I'm, I'm old I got a, I got a, a, a uncle cousin. He's like, he's, he's kind of like an older, older cousin, but he's family. So we just call him, we call him uncle, but he's really like a cousin in the family. Uncle 82 Cubs. years old. He's a mechanic. He'd be at the party. What's going on? Everybody getting that pad. Hey. Where's Uncle So so? Right up. But it's like over there cutting the rug. Moving. It's cutting the rug, calling the people. He's like, <laughs> yeah. And it's, but it's like, because he's never stopped moving. Mm. And I think sometimes we get older and we, I ain't got to work out. Or I get out of the military. I ain't got, I ain't got to run no more. Or, you know, you, you stop taking care of yourself. Well, I got an office job, so I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? And and after that, you stop taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. and your body your body's gonna your body is only reflection of what you do. It's a mentality. Right? You know what I'm saying? And whatever you train your body, that's why you got people that are like in gym. Man, you ever watch the Olympics, bro? And Man. you see people running like 30 miles per hour. You see gymnastics flipping like 10 times in the air. It's because they train their body to do that. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what you could do with your body until you start. You might not be able to flip thirty times, but you could run run a mile in less than ten minutes. So you, you see what I'm saying? Dang, that was mm-hmm. amazing. You see that? But anyway, oh, 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 oh we out there, we out there, we out there. Hold on, wait a minute, hold on. But like, it, it but it's like, there you go for the muscle. Let's go. <laughs> but it's like, it, it, it's is when you find you you finding ways to take because this body. This temple is only good. This temple is temporary, mm-hmm. and, and you take care of it as long as you can. And so, like with me, even my students, man, it's like, yeah, I could teach you how to wrestle, but it's better for me to teach you how to live. Because if I teach you how to how to live, you can wrestle for a long time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mister Nine Time PWI guy, you know what I'm saying? Caprice Coleman. Oh! Uh, you've been been everywhere you've been everywhere across the indies uh you know what i'm saying across the mainstream uh tna nwa uh aw wwe wwf however you want to say it uh roh like but roh seems to be your stamp you know what i'm saying and i want to ask you like what makes ring of honor special integrity Hmm. um everywhere else i've been in, in my I say um, loyalty has been my best friend and worst enemy in life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm always loyal to a fault. However, <clears throat> Ring of Honor is the only company that has made me offers out of being honest. This is what we can do. When we can do better, we'll do more. That was when they got bought by Sinclair. When they got mm. bought, they did more. Like you see what I'm saying? This is where we're right. at now. We can do this, and when then we can do this. This is where you're at, and we could do this, and we could do that. They've always been up front with me, and it's like I know what I'm getting. You know what I'm saying? I've I've been I've been in touch with other companies, and they 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 sell you this, but you read between the lines, and it's something totally different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um and 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 you're you're a number, and as long as you're making them numbers, they're good. But if, but if you're not making them numbers. Yeah. They find a way to peace out. You're real, and so like with Ring of Honor, it's like your family, unless you do something stupid, you know what I'm saying, or you know what I mean, like. And right. so, um, with they just they just been that company that's always been straight up with me. And then when they were able to pay me enough to take care of my family, 
I was like, well, I can do it. Why you could go to WWE? And, da, da, da. and even now, um, <laughs> somebody be like, hey, you know, what are you doing now? So I'm commentator at Ring of Honor. Oh, you ever think about going to WWE? Like, I make the same thing commentators at WWE make. Mm-hmm. Working with Tony. Right. Like, right. You, you know what I'm saying? But in their eyes, they it's think like, it's larger because it's, 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 it's in, in, positioned in, that in, way. In some aspects, it is larger. But I'm like, I could spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. I'm, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it, the the weight is different, man. And um, and I'm and I'm you're on, you're not on the road nearly as much, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it's it's a blessing. And so I really have no complaints um, at all. And so that's why Ring of Honor. And I was happy when Tony bought it. We didn't know what mm-hmm. to expect. We didn't know what to expect. But Tony Khan is like, he's like. He's like the rain man of professional wrestling. Hmm. And it's weird because it's like he knows. He's like a wrestling library. Hmm. Like he'll say, hey, remember in 1993 when so-and-so wrestled so-and-so and he was wearing the red boots and he had to so No! <laughs> Why do you remember this? No. This is very interesting. Nitro, on Nitro, in January, so-and-so, so-and-so, so when so-and-so, so what if we run that? No, come on. You remember? But you type it in and it's ex- it like verbatim what they're, he knows what they're wearing. He knows wow. the thing. He knew who was commentating it. Like mm. he, he is like a wrestling encyclopedia. Yeah, and like, a, and so he's a fan. when I came, when and he's not, he's like a. There's one thing to be a. I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah, but he is like. And I, I think I think um, Sinclair were fan wrestling fans. Okay, they liked wrestling. They thought they could make money. Uh, uh, uh the, the guy that uh, I mean, I, I can't think. Of, Joe Coff. He was a wrestling fan. Tony Khan is like, I don't, he's he's like, it's it's past. It's, it's, it, I, I want to get past out of fan, fan because yeah, it's, past it's past fan. fan. It's like he's the person that he's he's engulfed it to the his his obsession. It's almost like the obsession he has for professional wrestling. He's able to to show it, but. Everything he does, he can pay somebody to do, but he does. It's like with Joe Coff. Joe Coff was one of the greatest bosses to work for with Ring of Honor. Joe Coff came to a lot of shows, and he was just there. His presence, oh, Joe Coff is there. Oh man, the owner is here. This is what a great, great to see him here. He's a great guy. Tony Khan is at every wrestling event. He's at. He's at he's in Florida during the tapings. He's at the Dynamite taping. He's at every wrestling event, and he's working. Like he's he's in Gorilla. He's on the headsets. He's in the he's in the promo. Like he's not sitting around and come to Tony Khan's office and he's sipping. <laughs> Bruh is like, <laughs> bro is like, he's he's um, he's invested. He's in he's it. hands in, and he doesn't have to life. be. Like he he's in he's in there and like everybody's like okay well he needs to delegate whatever whatever I, I'm sure he could but like to see somebody that loves the sport so much that you're not just like hey y'all go do this but he's hands in and then he could take advice and he he wants to grow things and he's willing to invest and he's willing to see things and he has foresight and I'm like bro this, he's a good dude he's all right with me. Yeah, he, like, he, he gets a bad rap with a lot of folks, but right. that's and just I, being on the other side of the curtain. It's because people don't – I believe everybody judges 
people from their own eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like anything somebody says about somebody else is foresighted with, if that was me, so-and-so. No matter what you say about somebody else, you you it goes through a me screen first. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? And, and you could take that with any anybody, anytime anybody say anything about but, someone, anybody, they've put themselves in that show, in that shoe. Step out of yourself. You, and you look can't at put it. yourself you. in Tony. Right. You can't put yourself in Tony Khan's shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First of all, you don't got the billion to go behind it. So I'm, this like, dude, I'm just bro, this dude, this dude, when Jay died, uh, mm. Jokov came to the funeral, showed his head, showed his respect, and left. Tony Khan not only came to the funeral, he brought people to the funeral, um, stayed not only for the funeral, he was at the cook out, he was, he was at the, uh, he he went and ate with everybody, and then went and hung, went and hung out at the house afterwards. Like he, he's he's like he's he's in it. He's not like oh hey hey guys, I showed my face, I'm gone. Like he he's in there. Like he's a he's a real dude, like man. He, and like he, he's got like, all he, his friends for real for real. Yeah. Well, I guess because like uh, he's only called me a few times. Like he's my boss. I work for him, but like seeing the way he works, he, he's working. And he cares mm-hmm. about what he's doing. And that's mm-hmm. really all you can ask for him for a wrestler. He's not one of these dudes that's like buying wrestling. And it's like you got these robots and he's like, go do this. Like he's hands in, hands on. And you're right. not always going to get it right. Mm-hmm. But it's but to me, it's coming from a, the heart is right. Yeah. There's a, a mm-hmm. lot of job turkeys online. You should have done it this way because if I was in charge, I would have did this line this way. Are you talking about but you're line? not in charge. But somebody else is writing 30 lines, 30 yeah. stories going on every week. You you got one great idea, yeah, yeah. For 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 one for one segment, that's not that even might the be whole good. What they should do is so and so so and so. Yeah, that would work. But then what do we do next week? Yeah, because we do next year. What do we? Oh. What do we plan for? And then what actually happens is when somebody gets injured and how do you trust? Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm always Go like, you, you got an opinion, but how much is your opinion worth? Like, even with what yeah. we do, I say yeah. a lot, I'm like, you know, I don't want to get into opinions, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's just, I ask a lot of how comes or, or, or why's, you know what I'm saying? Like, make it make sense to me because it doesn't make sense. That, and that, and that's, and that's wrestling period, you know, and it's yeah, always right. going to be, and you got to understand, uh, depending on which brand you're talking about. It always goes through somebody before it gets through the air. Yeah, and and then their opinion of what they see is an investment of what you'll see. And sometimes it's like everybody wants this to happen. Okay, well, how long are they waiting? How long are they willing to wait for it? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes things fizzle out. Okay, well, it, if it fizzles out that fast, then maybe it wasn't worth investing it. Like, it's a whole lot behind it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That when you're sitting there watching TV, of course, it would be, oh, you should do this and you should do that. But, like, it's it's, it's the long game. Everything's about the long. This whole career, to me, is about the long. Oh, you're doing commentary now. Bro, I could talk. JR, 72 years old. He's still doing commentary. Mm-hmm. Man. Am I going to be wrestling at 72 years old? Am I still gonna be doing leaping runners and triple northern light suplexes at seventy-two years old? Man, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's 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 the long game, bro. It's like mm-hmm. it's an investment. It's a career. You feel me? Like you gotta understand, this is a business, bro. And it's like you could be a you could be a football player your whole life, 
or you could sit there at the top with everybody else owning your team and it's your choice what you want to do man man cso man what you got man man well i just well because I, I know we we have been able to also you know speak to uh uh, uh, Shane Taylor before uh, we've been able to speak to uh, Khan before, so you know we'd like to get uh, your perspective. Uh, so the date is final battle right after the uh, the announcement. Uh, what's it called uh, of uh, Ring of Honor? You know, mm-hmm. uh, so what, what was uh, what was the feeling like? Because uh, you know we, we we got kind of the feeling of what the feeling was in the locker room. What was the feeling like on commentary? Because when I say again, the, I say there was few pay-per-views and even wrestling shows that like literally made me shed a tear that one was one like it was it, it was, was like commentary uh like 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 the feeling the atmosphere, like, like, uh, like the atmosphere. of what's going to happen next or what what, yeah. what do we oh man it was or... bro every everybody had the mindset of whatever happens happens but tonight they about to get the real the real final battle about to get this work <laughs> they they gonna get this we're gonna put this work in and we're gonna everybody had the same mindset of we're gonna kill this Mm-hmm. This is gonna be the best final battle ever, you know what I'm saying? Like that—that that was the mindset of. I thought you was getting ready to talk about the moment in the ring. Um, oh, I'm gonna talk about that too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna be so, that too. So, so, yeah. so that 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 was the mindset of final battle. And mm-hmm. so, um, Rick and Bonnie and I, we were calling, we were calling the shows or whatever like that. And um, sometimes we would see, and it, it didn't really hit us until like after the main event bell rang mm-hmm. and i think when the bell rang it was like yo this is it like it dropped a little bit like oh like we don't know and like people started crying bro like yeah there were tears shed like it, it was like you just and it was it was happiness it was not knowing what was next it was uncertainty it was like but it was it was a lot of emotion you know what i'm saying it was a lot of emotion yeah <laughs> because it was like you just didn't know what was what was next right and like uh, like you was talking about the um, the, the the big moment, <laughs> like I said, the moment that had my heart pumping, man. You had almost I want to say, or yeah, not even almost. I say every black wrestler that was in the Ring of Honor in that ring, fist high in the air, man. Like, what was that feeling like? Especially the the reaction from the crowd, like the love. Like, how how did that feel? You know? I think I think to me that was um, it was a mountain high. And the reason why I say that is because there's so many ways you can look at the, the, the black fist in the air and you and you think black power means we're better than you, we're more superior than you, we're getting ready to take over, we're, we're doing this. But black power is the ability to see who you are mm-hmm. um, and know it. The black power there was all these athletes that were black. We all in our own way had to go through the same struggle to get where we are in professional wrestling. And somehow all these black wrestlers were on the final show Mm -hmm. of a a product that is world known. Mm -hmm. Like we made it. So that was a solidarity of out of all the, uh, uh struggles we had to go through the adversity that we had to go through this is a mountain high of like we did it like we we 
we we accepted who we are we've accepted the struggle we went through the training school we went through the nose we went through all the nose we took our yeah you see what i'm saying you and we and got I to a place and, and we, when we when we got there it's like we didn't look at each other tear each other down we built each other up like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it, it wasn't just all the it wasn't like we're in the back we're gonna have a black meeting for all black people you know everybody built everybody up but there's also that when you say when you see people that look like you and they have the same drive that you have. They they have the same mentality of getting to getting you better, and you get like Shane Taylor, bro. He's an he's an anomaly because like I've always been for helping people out, but I can honestly say it's it's pulling people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've always been one to help pull you up. You right. know what I'm saying? Shane Taylor is one that's like come with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even when let's he's go not as a there collective. Yet, yeah. he, he's like, let's come together. I'm like, you know, come on up here. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling the whole yeah. yeah. You see, Shane Taylor's like, let's walk up. And like to me, I'm like, bro, like that's it. Yeah. And yeah. so so he went from 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 him looking at me as a mentee and all that stuff. So I'm like, bro, like, bro, you you one of us. What you talking about? Yeah, we're learning from you iron sharpens iron like this is what it's about like what are you talking about like this is this is you got something to say <laughs> like i want to hear you i want to hear your mind like you know what i'm saying and, right. and, and even now uh, we still talk on the phone man kenny king shane like we we all we're all brothers man and it's like to have a mind the way he has man it's like that's that's that is also Somebody being able to do that means the people before him put some work in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was able to see, like, I was there for the Rocky Kings. You know what I'm saying? I was there for the Thunderbolt Pattersons. I was there. I was there with Ron Simmons. I was Booker T. The work being put in. You see what I'm right. saying? When when we went from being, you know, just being able to be on the car to being happy. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. Wearing the crown, but we never were the king. Junkyard dog. You feel me? Like, yeah. all this stuff to where we top of the cars now and and somebody younger than us is saying hey let's all come up here together that's some work put in right there bro mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's showing that's that like that, yeah. that, that it's working that we in the world now the where they say you know one day you'll be judged by the content of your character that it, we're living that now and you you have to be you have to be willing sometimes often you have to be willing to put in extra work period uh, and the reason yeah. why is and i'll give you a short story and i didn't get a car when i was 16 years old or, or whatever like that you know what i'm saying my my brother didn't get a car when he was 16 years old my brother's first car cost 100 bucks mm. and like it was rusted out didn't have a floor we put cardboard on the uh, on the floor because when you was driving you could see the road you know what i'm saying yeah and uh, not because we were dirt poor it was just somebody wanted to sell their car for 100 bucks and we was like my, my, my brother was like car. okay i drive i got a car <laughs> but like but before you got in this car you knocked your feet off all right bro you can see the roads knock your feet off before you get in my car yeah. like, you know what i'm saying adding adding value but 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 he took care of that car until he got another car you mm-hmm. see what i'm saying my son is 18 years old the first car he got cost 500 bucks but dad why you didn't get me a car for a lot 
because you ain't gabbing. Now your sister, she gonna get across a lot. I don't want <laughs> she a girl. I said, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. ain't gonna be one of these suckers on the side of the road that can't change a tire waiting yeah. on AAA because you can't yeah. change your own car tire. You can't change your oil. You can't do that. Like you know what I'm saying? And so we got him a car that we had to work together. We put, we helped with the motor. We we did some body work to it. We did. Mm-hmm. So now my son, he got that. It's a stick shift. You know what I'm saying? He could drive a stick and all that stuff. It's like, and now he loves it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like we put that work into it to where now when he gets a car, when he gets a car of his own, he drives mine sometimes. When he gets a car of his own, he knows how to take care of it. Yeah. And he knows how to take care of other. If he gets married one day or whatever like that, he could take care of that car too. We ain't got to worry about you getting a brand new car and the car going, the motor going bad because you never changed the oil in it. Or you never got the transmission fluid changed, or you got a bad tire. Now you now you can't go to work for a week because you don't know how to change a tire. AAA can't get to you. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? There's a responsibility so, of putting value on yeah, things that, and, that, that and deserve. So, and so and so learn that you know when you're able to to put that work in. When you look back, you can see you work towards something, and it's hard to take away something from somebody that they worked hard for. If you get a car, brand new car, when you're 16 years old, I had friends that got brand new cars that are 16 years old. They wreck it. I don't care, man. Deuce, get another car, man. You get another get car. <laughs> what? No, you can't like, just get another what? Yeah, you know. So it's like y'all, y'all got it like hard. <laughs> work, well, she worked hard to get it, bro. You work that much hard to keep it. Yeah, definitely. You know and, and, and that's, that's with everything in life. And and that's with everything in life. And so, don't 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 sweat the small beginnings, bro. Like the mm-hmm. small beginnings. It's just you. It's your training ground to get everything, and it, it teaches you consistency and everything to keep moving forward. And if you keep that consistency and you keep moving forward, when it happens, you you've already done the hard work. Now everything else is consistency and learning, learning the stages to get to the new stages. You feel me? But mm-hmm. like if you if you're just throwing something out there and you're thinking, oh, they don't see this, they're never gonna see anything. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Rapid fire, rapid fire, and then I'm a I'm a hot tag class again to uh to get in get in his spots and his finish. But uh oh. uh pure rules match. Who is mm. it against? Mm. Jonathan Gresham Ooh. and and uh Shibata. Ooh. ROH pre AEW. What about it? Uh just just like word association. How you how you feel? ROH pre AEW. Uh, Jay Briscoe. Mm, ROH oh. now. Finally. Mm. Mm. The best play-by-play commentary com- commentator is JR. Mm. How about for color? Jerry King Lawler. <laughs> hey. It's the it's your last match. It's your last match. Who's on the other side of the ring and who's on commentary? Mm. Man, I don't know. Um, Rick Abani is definitely on commentary. Mm. Uh, Cedric. Ooh, do I got? I think I think I got that. I think I got that. Hold on, real quick. Let me pull. You know, we got we got we got bullets in the chamber. Just pull this picture up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, got another one. Bow, yeah. Yeah, we we we're gonna, we're gonna tear the house down. Yeah, and C- Cedric is such a good spirit. Like we we were able to meet him at a Wale Mania when uh, WrestleMania season was out here, and and we were actually uh, at a Supercard as well too. 
Yeah. Small world, small world. But uh, just seeing yeah. him and and, and swollen their atmosphere and everything is just like that's that's real black love, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, such I, good I, energy. I, yeah I, I met him when he was a teenager. Now he's married, a married man with responsibility, living his dream. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, it's the last match that you get to call. Who's in the ring and who's sitting next to you? My son is in the ring. Ooh. And uh Rick Abani is sitting next to me. Ooh. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like he that. I, I I'm 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 gonna assume that he's training right now. He's or he or has he's... trained. He's 18 years old. He 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 was training wrestling for a long time. He's he's doing music now, but like he travels okay. with me wrestling and like he gets the bug every now and then. Gotcha. So we think he, he he keeps hitting his sparks, you know. We just wait for him to catch fire. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Have you gave him a chop yet? Oh, bro, he chops everything. Ah. My son is a beast, bro. Like oh. he's he's extremely athletic. He's charismatic. He speaks well. He's creative. Like, yeah, mm. but he's smart because he's like, Dad, wrestling hurts. Talking <laughs> <does>. <laughs> so, like, how can I do uh, this to yeah, where I don't beat my body uh, up so much? <laughs> you're like, good son. I know you're not going to use the f word for yeah, wrestling. I know like, you. Yeah. I know that. And sure. then, uh, last last question in, in my in my rapid fire. Like I said, I, I had I had to like minimize this, so. This much. probably been your slowest rapid fire ever, right? You're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like pow. It's like, uh, pow. Pow. if you don't put that little gun away, put that little. <laughs> 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 that guy ain't gonna tell you that. Whoa, whoa, fast time. Everybody over here got big guns, and here you go with that little ass. <laughs> That's how you snap a pinky toe last time. Sorry, Bobo. Sorry, I didn't know. Oh man. Uh, what you got? What you got? Your experience right here on Smart Psychology Podcast, man. How you feeling, man? Uh, at home. That's yeah. what it's supposed to be, man. Yeah, this is this is this is nice, man. This is like it's like talking to family. You know, it's it's a it's a fresh look at it. You know, um, comfortable. You know what I mean? And nothing's forced. Um, we're having a good time, man. Just chopping it up. You know, we had to cook out right now. Yeah, yeah. On a Monday, on June. Yeah, 10th. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> man, I, I appreciate it, man. Go, go ahead, classic man. Just uh, two last questions, man. Um, one, uh, the dear, dear, dear to my heart, because you know, every time you lift your hand, I see we both in the elite group, man. We both in the elite group, man. Okay, um, yeah. Put so, mine down. <laughs> um, let, let's talk about man how this how it, it has been having that support group you know not even just through wrestling through uh you know through preaching through you know just through everything you go having that support through of your wife and you know and family back in the uh it, it, you know it's a it's a it's a it's an unseen blessing until you accept it um because for years i didn't realize how much support i was getting from my wife um, until I saw what other people weren't getting. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And or, or or until like I really opened my eyes to see like when I'm on the road, she's home with the kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, when I wanna quit, she's she's telling me to keep going. Like, you know what I'm saying? When, you know, um when I'm on the road, I ain't gotta worry about what she doing. You know, because our values are the same. You know, I, I can trust her. 
you know um my children have have core values because because of my my wife you know um she her their family are all really tight jail they talk her, she talks to her mom and her sister like every other day and, and all this stuff and so it's like their family values uh are great and so our family values are great you know because i can go i talk to my family regularly now because of her Mm. But but I'm I'm one of those people that's like if we good we good when we see each other like you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we we, we don't never miss a beat we don't yeah. miss a beat we jump right back we jump in there but her is like you know I love you every day and all that type of stuff after a while it's like it gets it gets on your nerves until you don't hear it and then you miss it but then you see how important it is yeah right you see what I'm saying and so and so uh, yeah that type of support is huge it's peace of mind it's coming home coming home. It, to me, every time I walk outside that door, I'm going to war. Mm-hmm. Period. Anytime a man walks outside his house, he's going to war. He's either going to help out in the war, or he's either going to defend himself, or he's defending somebody, or he's standing up for himself. You see what I'm saying? Anytime you walk out that door, and when you come inside the house, there don't need to be no war. It's peace, yeah, it's peace. It needs to be peace, and, and the atmosphere of peace is 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 a, is a huge deal. Man, definitely. Man, and then and then waking up waking up in the middle of the night man and um and, and your wife got her hands on you she praying for you mm, mm. I, let me tell you i ain't got no ring on my finger but i show understand and feel all that and i can't wait to experience it yeah. because that's yeah, that's real at. yeah that's where that's it's real. at yeah yeah for sure for sure that's that feeling the love we was talking about earlier yeah man, not to know what it feel like <laughs> especially when you know like you know like hey we we're together, but also we're being guided by God. It's this man. It's yeah. all fulfilling, man. You gotta it's have awesome. that foundation, man. Because, like, like I said, love—the um, way it's advertised today—is a misrepresentation of what it really is. And when you're able to find out, you know, the differences in love and what love really is, you can love people, and you can literally change who they are um, by the way you treat them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because um, people would people would treat you the way you teach them to treat you, but you can also train somebody how to treat themselves by the way you treat them. And if and if you show somebody how you view them and you treat them how you view them, and they and they start seeing themselves in a different light, then some then they can look in the mirror and be like, man, maybe I'm not as bad as I think I am. There's a lot of people that talk down to themselves every day mm-hmm. because they they feel like they missed the mark somewhere. So when somebody else looks at them and sees value in them, they look at themselves and they have to reevaluate themselves. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I know, I know, I've been redeemed, bro. I was bought with a price. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm priceless, bro. I um, we was here the other day and um, the vacuum cleaner didn't work, and because the vacuum cleaner didn't work, I was like, whatever. I just buy another vacuum cleaner. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so. I get ready to buy another vacuum cleaner. I'm looking online. These vacuum cleaners are like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like a vacuum cleaner. And I'm like, that's crazy, you know. So I said, whatever. I just buy another because the vacuum cleaner we had was nice. It, the battery just started dying fast on it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, what? Well, I just buy another one of those. That vacuum cleaner was expensive. I'm like, I had talked to my wife about that. But 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 look, when I looked at the vacuum cleaner that I was getting ready to throw away and replace. When I saw how much money was put into it, I said, if that vacuum cleaner costs that much, there must be some ways to replace it. So I started looking up replacement things, how to 
how to um, mm -hmm. replace the battery and how to do that. So I was able to restore that vacuum cleaner back to its natural use because I saw the initial investment that I had into it. Yeah. But some people don't know that you were invested in from your birth. Mm -hmm. The very the very gift of life that you have is an investment that has given you opportunity to do wonders. But until you realize that, you don't know who you are. And so uh -huh. you look at yourself and you don't think you're worth anything, but somebody else looks at you and they know that you're priceless. But you have to see that you're priceless before somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Value. You have to speak speaking, speaking, once you speaking. see once you see that value, you present value to other people. So now you're walking around and, and you ain't better than nobody else, but you know who you are. Hmm. And when you know who you are, nobody can tell you who you're not. So come on now, preacher. <laughs> I mean, we 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 had over I, I count over five sermons already in this one. <laughs> but show. It, it's, it's true, man. You and no, know who you are, it's man. needed. It's been yeah, needed, man. That, that's yeah. that's why, like, we we say, man, we've been grateful for you coming on, cause like this, like, man, it like we we can joke around all the time, but like this type of talk definitely been needed. So, last question, last question, um, before we get out of here, um, seeing everything that you know that that you know you you like like Mac has been saying that you have a hand in and you know just in life, period, general. What is the ultimate message or sermon that you want to leave, you know, leave to this world just through your life? Through how God can use what 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 message is that that you that Caprice Coleman want to leave on earth? Never tell yourself no. Mm. Because the only person that can hold yourself back really is you. You mm -hmm. is a lot of times, you know, you tell you say, I can't do this because of this, but if you walk it out and you walk it out hard enough. There are people that see you walking and they'll walk with you. You talk it out hard enough, there's people that see you talking, they'll talk it with you. You grind hard enough, there are people that see you grinding, they'll grind with you. But you got to put in that work first. And a lot of times we eliminate ourselves because we're not put really to put that work in to start with. And so we end up cutting off our own legacy. We end up cutting off our own wealth. We end up cutting off our own future because we won't take the step to do it because we've already eliminated ourselves something that we were invited to, hmm. but we don't feel good enough. You know what I'm saying? Or somehow we told ourselves that we're not able to do it. And so if you ever get a no, don't ever let it be from the man in the mirror. Yeah. Step <clears> to the <throat> mirror, put that work in. I tell people yeah. all the time, everything starts with self. And, it, Once you... and if you do it, do it, uh, go all out with it. Don't mm -hmm. have it. If you're going to do it, do it. Be willing to take risks, be willing to, to take, jump out on faith. You know what I'm saying? Uh, be smart, have your priorities in line. But if you're gonna do something, go all out with it. Present your, your your best first because the worst thing that you wanna do is, I tried this, but in your heart, you know you didn't try your best at it. Yeah. I'm my own boss, but you ain't never going to work. Mm. Ouch. Mm. Come on now, come Ooh. on now. So, yeah. Ooh. Come on now. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. That festers on the minds of the in individuals that it was meant for, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and uh, let everybody know where they could catch Ring of Honor at Caprice Coleman. Uh, Ring of Honor is on Honor Club at watchroh.com every Thursday night at 7. Uh, you can keep us with it on there. Yeah, keep up with us on there. Oh, man. And where can they find you on social media? Uh, Caprice Coleman on Twitter. Uh, the Caprice, I'm brand new on Instagram again. I had a huge Instagram following until I got my account got hacked and then deleted. So. 
I'm like starting over on on Instagram now. So I've only been on Instagram for like less than three months now. So I'm so back. That's Instagram where the new page came from. Okay. Yeah. Because I because yeah. I was like because I'm like in me I'm like okay, there's a check over here on Twitter. Yeah. Not yeah, a here, but then we, yeah, ooh. I had a check in there. It's just crazy, man. It's like a rebuilding stage. Like I'm not even qualified for a check now. It's like what? It's, it, yeah, because it, it's it's just a whole thing you walk. But it's it's all good because I'm like now, it, it it it's a reckoning and a realization that you know you can't just friend everybody. You can't mm-hmm. give everybody access and all. And not that people are bad, but some people you just click and oh somebody oh it's someone to be friend cool. So it, you don't know what people's intentions are. So now what I changed up now is like, if I don't know you, I ain't, I'm not friending you. Like if I hadn't had a conversation with you, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People, people send me friend requests all the time. And it's not that, oh, I don't know you. It's like, if I don't know you, I don't know you. And it's my right not to, you know what I'm saying? But if, yeah. I've, if I've held a conversation with you, you know what I'm saying? I know who you are. Yeah, we good. But like, just this a random person that, oh, I seen you on TV, cool. So you know, on TV, like you know, not 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 trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Get, bro, I've had that. I've had some. I've lived. I'm at a place now where I got a family, bro. I would tear a house down over my family, bro. And mm-hmm. and I've and fans. There have been some fans that like you think that they're cool people, man, and they call you in the middle of the night. I just wanted to say good night. I just want to say good morning. And he's a dude, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not just female, like, you know what I'm saying? Just weird, just weird people that, that, that just take, oh. they show up. Oh, I saw you was at the so-and-so because your location says so My location? Oh, dang. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Not like, location. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. So then it's like, you start learning. Okay. And, and I'm saying this now, but you see a lot of stars that get flat for being rude to people. But, yeah, but people, people are weird. How rude they are. Yeah, people yeah, are weird exactly. in this kind. Of, no, yeah. It's 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 a way to operate, and if you're not accustomed to the space that you're trying to invite yourself into, you're not going to know how to operate, and you're going yeah, for yeah. lack of better words, fuck it up for yourself. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and so, some people, and it's like they, you could be at a restaurant, bro, and like you you talking to, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. And hey, aren't you something? Yeah, I'm good. With. But now you're eating with your family, and they just standing over your food. Talk, <laughs> like, can I? You know what I'm saying? Can I eat my food? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to take right. a picture. I'm going I'm to do all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm with my family right now. You, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, let me or, be human. You know what I'm or saying? Or I'm going check into a hotel. Right. I'm coming off airport. And I and I like a lot of it I love. I'm not at a place where it gets on my nerves. I got mm-hmm. friends where it gets on my nerves. When you sign the autographs. But then it's like Jeff Hardy got off the airplane the other day. And this dude had to sign, like, 50 yeah, autographs. He, he going to take that and sell it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, but if Jeff would have been like, I'm just signing one to leave, man. I met Jeff Hardy, he's such a jerk. You know, know you a jerk. <laughs> so it, it's just, it's just, it's knowing how to treat people, man. And then, and with me, you have to, I, I show patience, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I try my best, but I'm human too. But like, mm-hmm. if you're being disrespectful, I'm old enough to let you know, like, bro, you're being disrespectful right now. Like, right. yeah. I mean, people can at least come over and be like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to sell these. And I'm going to front you 20%. No, they, no, they, they want you, to type, you, you can type your name. You get to, you can type your name on eBay. You can type your name in all these other things and you'll see stuff that you signed for sale. Right, hold, 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 so now signature. when I sign stuff, I'll be like, what's your name? 
Bobby, oh, two by, no, you ain't got a, oh, I'm giving it to you, ain't you? Yeah, yeah, it's your finish. It's yours. Yeah, I, I put my name, your name on it. What's your name? Two's on. They be like, oh, okay, oh, uh, okay. God's got a blessing. God's got an autograph. <laughs> I'm, I'm personalizing this. Now, I'm going to make this special just for oh, yeah. you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're only going to yeah. be able to sell this to other bodies nice meeting, in the world. Nice meeting you today. Like, <laughs> yeah, putting the date, right. I'm putting the time. Yeah. <laughs> But, oh um, man, Caprice, man, it it has been it has been a joy. We are gonna have to hit it with this. It's been a joy. You know oh, what I'm saying? Nice. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. You are now part of the smart side. We hope that you enjoy yourself in this atmosphere. Anything that we can do, anything that we can uh, show support in, please let us know. We will do that for sure. Um, okay. Everybody that's listening, you already know what's going on. Everybody that's viewing, you already know what to do. Make sure y'all get y'all merch. Make sure y'all get some of that W. Get your tickets for PCW Ultra next Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure you follow everybody, all of us that you see on the screen. Comment, like, subscribe. Come on back for second service later on tonight. Second service. Don't forget your church some... punch. Get your red yeah. cup of church punch, okay? Yeah, red yeah. cup. We're going to be talking about some AEW Coliseum and Monday Night Raw. Coliseum. Collision. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that mess up. That mess up is that just stuck in my brain. Like, yeah, we're going to trademark all of it. But, uh, yeah, uh, I have been the value that allows you the opportunity to roll with me. It's time to get up out of my rifle right now, but I'll be back around the corner to pick you up. But I'm going to leave you with this guy to my left or to my right. Uh, sorry, man. I, I, I might need to clear my office, man. But it's been your boy, man, the CSO of the whole Smart Psychology Podcast, the J to the K to the L-A-S-S-I-C-A, J-Classic, man. Ah, so sick with it. And our guest of honor, who is a man the of honor. Crab popping, body rocking, pulse pounding, heart racer. The handsome face, heart breaker, the man with the style, the grace, the shape, the face. The innovator, the crowd motivator, the commentator, complicated. The man that's more devastating than the space modulator. The ageless one, the man with the rookie body, the veteran mind, the silver tongue. The ageless one was here and I had fun. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Oh my God, you done did it, man. You done Woo! did it. Smart Psychology Podcast, y'all. We'll catch y'all in a little bit. Yes. <laughs>